Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, black black and white cats uh, are mostly black cats are hard because they just eat the light. Um, <laughs> and uh, recording, yeah, yeah, they're they're yeah, black cats are are black holes. Yeah, uh, visually speaking, it's not that like Scout is so any cuter than Strider, but it's just it's so hard to get a picture of him. I don't know. <laughs> Scout doesn't have a little wee mustache. Yeah. Let's see here. Okay, good. We are good to go on all recording systems. I've got... Uh, I'm taking a cue from The Greatest Generation and uh, from the Gerald Field Report, honestly. And I've got I've got my tablet over here with the story actually pulled up. I've got it just off to the side. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to kind of, like, scope through it as we go. Uh, this was a good story, and I'm excited to talk about it. But first, yeah. how are you besides, besides the obvious answer that everyone has, which is bad? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what I, uh, what I did this week. Uh, I haven't done very much. Your best? Uh, yeah. I, um, uh, fucking, oh, (laughs) I learned how to make bead lizards. You know what I'm talking about? The little... Do you know, like yeah. the little Sobe guys? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so now I'm like mad with power, and I've made like nine of them, and uh, I'm sending them off to yeah. people. Uh, so Dylan's gonna get one. Absolutely. And, uh, it's it's really fun. I also had a hilarious. You're a lizard god. Yeah, I actually, and I also made a snake too. So okay, hold on. I have to I have to transcribe this like word for word because. So I was trying to like subtly ask one of my friends if they wanted one without like actually saying it um so i do this right. i do the lizards and then the snakes which are they look that which are the same except they don't have legs and they're just uh you can imagine but um i mean i think they I was tr- that but yeah, right. i was trying to um figure out if this person wanted when i was like uh because you know snakes are like i i think snakes are adorable but i understand that not everyone uh, shares that view. Right, not everybody's about that snake. So I was trying yeah, to yeah. figure out, like, okay, is this is this person like a snakes are cute person or a snakes are scary person? So I said, how do you feel about snakes, like aesthetically? Can you find them cute or not? And they're like, I like them. Why? And I just said, you'll see. And that's it. <laughs> 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 and I realized afterwards, I was like, should I try to provide some context to this? Nah. <laughs> nope. Just make your friendship as ominous as possible. <laughs> uh, That's fantastic. You'll see. Oh, I have a bunch of cool pictures of snakes. I'm going to send you. I didn't know you were into snakes. I like. I like yeah, pretty I much every animal. The only animal that I really have like at all an issue with are gorillas, but they're terrifying. But I respect them. <laughs> I respect them. Wait, what happened with the gorillas? Why is there beef with the gorillas? So I actually do have a backstory for this. Um. I, okay. I used to watch almost exclusively Animal Planet growing up, and um, I uh, there there used to be this show. I, I feel like I might have said that talked about this before on this show, but I can't remember. But um, there used to be Channel sixty, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. But um, yeah, there, there was this show that was like a versus type thing where they would take oh, they God. would take two animals um, to like tough kind of like predator animals 
and right. pit them against each other theoretically. They'd have like like yeah, they'd have like right. I remember they had the models. In yes, the, they yeah. had like three D models, and were like, okay, if these two animals would this never virtual gorilla, these two animals would never actually fight in the wild in real life but if they did who would win right. kind of thing and there was one with a gorilla yeah. versus like a panther or a leopard or something oh, and God. the gorilla won in the hypothetical scenario because it broke the leopard's back with its like because ma- it has like massive arm muscles and shit and they're like this is how the gorilla would win and i would That's what they do. and i was like great terrifying i hope i never see a gorilla <laughs> in in my life yeah uh, that's that's fair. But I have se- since then seen, I don't know if I've seen, like, gorillas, but I've seen, like, really big apes and monkeys at, at zoos and stuff. And I'm a little, like, less terrified now, but, like, God, they they still really do scare me. They're just, like, they're just, like, these it's reasonable. insanely tough square men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. But, um, yeah, so... Other than that, all animals are... I, I try not to hate because they're all unique in their own ways, even the really weird ones. Yeah, they're all, they're all pretty good. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big... I'm not, I'm not like a snake person. Like, I wouldn't have a snake, but mm-hmm. I find... First of all, there's some really beautiful ones out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you follow... Um, there's some good Twitter accounts called... Uh, I think, like, Nature is Wild is one that I really like. Uh, Strange Animals is another. Uh, I'll send you some mm-hmm. stuff. But also, I just really love, like, the... like the Even even better than snakes are the people who think snakes are the greatest, who make, like, the Sneko memes. Mm-hmm. They're so good. <laughs> and I, I accidentally, one year for Christmas, I was wood-burning uh, a set of spoons and a cutting board for a family member who uh, is super into Harry Potter. So I did, like, the... I did the cutting with the Hogwarts crest on and each of the spoons had each of the house crests on. Damn. And when I got to the Slytherin yeah. one, the snake, the snake, uh, I just, I'll have to send you a picture <laughs> because I just had him going, bah. but like I did happy eyes by accident mm-hmm. and I couldn't undo it. <laughs> so I just had this smiling snake like, <laughs> I am the snake. It's just, yes. <laughs> you come into my, you come into my dungeon. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. Um, I love that. I love, I love human, humankind's ability to impress humanity onto anything else because we do that like you look at a gorilla and you're like they're so like us aren't they i mean they are but they're also wild animals that you cannot understand right and your fear of them is completely justified (laughs) yeah 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 healthy level of respect with my blanket love of animals for sure (laughs) correct yeah like you you have a real you you have an understanding of like when, when the bible says like fear god and it really means like respect but in a slightly different way Mm -hmm. like you get that when you look at a wild animal a Um, healthy fear (laughs) i was gonna say something a healthy fear a respectful Mm -hmm. fear i am super down with most animals i'm not a i'm not a big fan of spiders but i don't have a thing about them um mostly I wish they would just mind their own business. I don't see. Here's the thing: the little <laughs> tiny itty bitty spiders. Those guys are cool. Got no problem with them. Mm-hmm. The big like tarantula, like the big dumb hairy guys, like <laughs> they're very good. I like them a lot because I'm not a bird. They're not going to eat they're me. Not, you're too big. Uh, it's the ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm too big. Uh, it's the ones in the middle. It's those armor-plated fuckers that look like yeah. uh, in Gremlins Two after after Stripe drank the spider potion, and they've got and they've got like chitinous armor, and they're very pointy. And it doesn't help that most of those are the ones that really can fuck yeah. you up, like the Black Widows yeah. and similar. Yeah, That's like those fair. guys are nerve That's damage on eight totally legs. Fair. But um, don't care for them. Try not to kill. What them. What about bees? I saw you having an issue with bees. bees. 
earlier. What's up with that? I'm get- okay. <laughs> so I don't personally have a problem with bees. Bees are bumbling little homies. Mm-hmm. They are just doing their job out there, taking it easy for all us sinners. And <laughs> I was listening to an episode of Omnibus recently about the history of bees. Uh, don't worry about it. And, um, <laughs> and like, apparently in... Uh, in South America, there are a bunch of different kinds of bees, many of whom are stingless. Oh, like yeah? They couldn't sting you if they wanted to. Hmm. Yeah, they're just little homies. People have them <laughs> in little hives on their uh, on their on their balconies in fucking Rio de Janeiro, nice. and like they just just they just make you honey because because they make so much more than they could ever right, use. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so the problem you saw me having <laughs> was that I came back from a from a walk on my work mm-hmm. break from lunch from lunch break and uh, a bee followed me into the garage now i personally do not have a problem <laughs> yeah. with bees i think bees are cool um if you don't give them reason to be stupid and go full kamikaze on you they're not going mm-hmm. to um my missus has what she recognizes is an irrational fear of bees mm-hmm. she feels about bees the way i feel about fungus which is uh that would look better with some fire on it <laughs> yeah um so i didn't know what to do because i mean i figured if i just because I, I came in through the garage and i figured okay bees in the garage it's arizona it's getting on towards summer if i just leave the bee in there it's gonna bake to mm. death it'll be yeah. fine but i didn't know how long that would take it was a whole thing so i was documenting <laughs> this on twitter uh just in case this was the last thing ever i tweet uh, so i i and it's not like you just loins. have bug nets around nobody has that exactly this isn't fucking animal <laughs> right? crossing yeah exactly ain't no owl yeah ain't no owl paying me compliments for bringing him six-legged what the fucks yeah. nah so i grabbed i did have a fly swatter um, and so I just girded my loins and I steeled myself and I said a, a brief prayer to Bahamut for strength and I, um, against all the bug types out there and <laughs> I, uh, went into the garage and eventually it did transpire, uh, instead to not be a fly, but instead to be, uh, not be a bee rather, but be Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies himself, biggest goddamn fly. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then I just left that guy alone because the garage is his now, as far as I'm concerned. Right. But, uh, yeah, I got no problem with bees at all. They um, they love our tree outside. Usually, when I'm doing yard work out there, when it's bee season, um, I'll have a cigar just to, like, let them know, hey, we should probably leave that guy alone. Mm-hmm. He's not a delicious flower at all. It also helps if you uh, don't wasps. wear colorful clothes because bees are attracted to... I exactly. made the mistake of going out in, like, a Which red I shirt don't. before, and they're like, oh, flower. These are not smart. Well, Nicholas, you, you're a you're a Star Trek'sman. You should know better. Yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah. Speaking no of which, yeah. did you see the Star Trek news today? I guarantee whatever uh, is on the internet that's new or recent, I have not seen it. I have not. <laughs> no, what's going on? Fair enough. What's going on? Fair enough. New series. Okay, so apparently Picard was like a limited thing. It looks like it's not going on. Like it's like it's done. Like it was supposed to be. Oh, like it wasn't canceled. Oh, it's like a mini series, kind of. I think okay. so. Is what I'm all getting. Right, maybe but eventually CBS I'll watch All it. Access or whatever it says. They're they're doing a show called Strange New Worlds with Commander Pike and Young Spock. Oh yeah, that seems unnecessary. Could be interesting. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> It really does, but they are more and more unable to picture, like, an optimistic future after DS9 and Voyager, so they're like, let's just keep going back, it's fine. Yeah, I get that, Um, yeah. Yeah. Someone, I think it was Chris Daly, pointed out, uh, 
pointed out that when I said Voyager was after DS9, that uh, that was incorrect, that DS9 and... Um, and Voyager are actually coterminous. Yeah, so I think that's I, I yeah. It's like tip my hat. To next you, generation is that. like just over where like some of the people it are just still like everyone's still alive, just, just like old. And then DS9's yeah. like right after that. And I think Voyager, yeah, is going on at the same time. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But this wasn't about Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> I'm cool with bees. Bees, I got no problem with. Wasps, however can fuck, yeah, fuck wasps all the way <laughs> off they do nothing yeah they just float they just sit there and smoke dope all day long. and <laughs> just, then you go with the legs they're the team why rocket do the legs of, do that yeah they really <laughs> the are they're dump. bad at what they do and what they do is bad in the first place it's oh it's awful wasps unnecessary oh my god <laughs> excuse me you all right you got the you got the covid no, I don't got the COVID. I got the dry throat from talking about the COVID all goddamn day. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we we have the antibody testing now um, at our clinics. So you can just come in, you get a wee finger jab, and it can tell you if you've had the COVID in the past. It can't tell you if you have it right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, hundreds of people are saying, yo, I felt like I was going to die for two weeks in December. Could this have been that? The answer seems to be yes a lot of the time. Yeah. But, um... So, 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 any patients who have any COVID symptoms at all were being asked to wait in their cars instead of coming into the clinic. So, yeah. the person comes out and see you in the car, you're good there. That's how it's been. So, all day long, people were asking, hey, everything COVID has been in patients' cars. Is the antibody test in their cars, too? Or do they come into the clinic? What's what's going on? And this is on the main chat with all of my coworkers and my boss. Mm-hmm. And my, my boss said every single time he replied the exact same way and said... Uh, it would probably be pretty hard to draw somebody's blood in a car. And I think he was trying to be funny, but brother, that is not how it came across. <laughs> and <laughs> it was just an interesting example of, like, nobody's nobody's really confident enough to point out that the boss isn't being funny when he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we are not in a position financially to risk our jobs like Oh, that. my God. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Boy, boy. Um, so that's all I've been doing. I've just been doing work and uh, school started back up, so that's good. And one million podcasts, mm-hmm. which are a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, have you been taking any good walks? I've been getting into that walk life. Uh, yeah, I have. I, um, I'm, I'm able to go out a little bit more now. The weather's gotten a little nicer. It'll, be, it'll get cloudy and sure. rain a little bit, but it's not cold. So that's right. ideal, honestly, because Good weather. we kind of have been waiting for, like, the less, like, sunny weather to go out because people are still going out all the time and right. going to the park. And because and also, fuck the nobody's sun. Nobody's wearing masks. Uh, and also, yeah, fuck the sun. I absolutely hate this. I will go out in any awful weather except, like, hot and sunny with no shade because I do burn it. instantly. Won't do it. Um... I have a 30-year feud with the sun going and with no end in sight. Yeah, and uh, uh, I think I can outlast you. I've, I've, gotten, uh, I've gotten some pretty good uh, shots. I've, I've been, I've, I've been like, I've been so depressed that I can't actually do anything, but I can, like, set up things to do later when I'm not feeling depressed. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, laying some groundwork for future. Nick. Yeah, I, I'm like, I, I don't no, have I the energy. No, I get it. I get, I get what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> I don't have the energy for this now, but, like, at some point, I will want to do this thing that I love. Um, but yeah, I've gotten a bunch of really good uh, pictures of just like a, 
second. Oh, um, I, I thought my camera was broken, actually. Um, yeah, and, I saw that. Yeah, but I realized it was actually... I'd actually just bumped uh something because it has a it has a function oh, buddy, where, like, no! yeah it has a function where like you can you can adjust a switch for your eyesight so if you're shooting uh-huh. without glasses and you normally wear glasses you can be like okay we're gonna adjust this for like whatever your vision is and i right. always wear contacts when i'm shooting so i don't have to worry about that normally like i i do have perfect vision right. when i'm wearing them um, but I had bumped it, so it, it had adjusted it so that it was, like, if I didn't have them, and I didn't right. know that that was even a thing, and Vaughn looked at... Yeah, me neither, that's amazing. Yeah, and Vaughn looked it up, and he was like, well, maybe we could try to, like, see if we can fix your camera before we go looking for, like, a new one, um, because my birthday's coming yeah. up, and I'm like, please, nobody buy me anything expensive, I would feel so bad, but, like, it doesn't matter, because... Uh, we looked it up and he was able to fix it in like five minutes. He was like, oh, here's what the problem knows nothing, knows nothing about cameras, has never used one before, was able to look it up and be like, and just instantly fix it. And I'm just like, I, it was, it was great. It was awesome. Um, that's fantastic. No, that's what partners are yeah, for, honestly. honestly. Because when you when you've been working over a thing, no, Donna was telling me the other night she was she was reminiscing over some Christmas cookies that her her mother used to make mm-hmm. uh, when she was very small that her mother called Futterman Buckle, <laughs> and I knew knowing her mother, I knew that that could not possibly be what they were called. Mm-hmm. And she knew that too, but she she hadn't been able to find it in years and years of searching. So I just tried one stab, and admittedly part of this is my like single term of community college German, but like I have a little bit of just understanding of how some linguistic stuff works. And uh, I just immediately found mm-hmm. it. They're called Fattigmannbackel, which just, uh, they're Dutch, and it means, um, it means like poor man's cookies mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like this thing that she'd been searching for her entire yeah. adult life, and I'm like, oh yeah, here it is found it right <laughs> enjoy and like it means yeah. almost nothing to them but to you it's everything and it's just like what the what fuck could i yeah. do to deserve this possibly but um yes yeah, so well and was i was nice. i was gonna make fun of your camera i was gonna make a joke for having like a blurriness setting like in case you're photographing big right <laughs> yeah in case but, you want to um... look at make it look like really mysterious yeah <laughs> but that's actually a really cool accessibility feature. Well, yeah, because some some people just straight up me. can't wear contacts, so exactly. and they still want to be able to. You know, it's you have to. You kind of have that's to really see to do cool. photography. So it is nice. Yeah, I, I good on you. Nikon. I don't. I don't need that feature, but I'm glad it exists. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's cool. It's like the colorblindness settings on on most new games. Yeah. most new games have a color colorblindness mode that you can put, right, which is in itself. Not perfect because there are a million different kinds of colorblindness, but it's definitely better than nothing. It's better than nothing, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Also, what else? There were like two other things that I wanted to, uh, that I that I Hit did. Um, oh, I got in uh, to ASU <laughs> online, so I'm going to be taking, I figured since Fuck I'm not yeah. working or doing anything else, <laughs> I might as well try to get my mm-hmm. degree. And I have so many credits from... Uh, cause after, uh, uh, before I got kicked out, I was able to do quite a bit of community college. I was just so stressed mm-hmm. and indecisive about what major I wanted to do. Um, yep. that I just got a bunch of because college is stupid broken. bullshit credits in like mostly just general ed. But then I was like, I have a few photography credits. And I have right. a few, I'm going to take religion three psychology times. Yeah. credits. Um, and I just had like 
basically half a bachelor's degree worth of credits sitting there. And so I was able to transfer nice. most of that over. And they're like, yeah, you could you could knock out a bachelor's in like however much time. I, I'm, I'm only starting, I'm starting out with one class at a time because I have not been in school for like at least eight years. Right. Um, and with online learning, honestly, that's, that's the way to do it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, um, it was, it was kind of funny cause I started out cause I was like, okay, I want to be, uh, I want to be a counselor cause that's the only, the, I, I may decide to do a different sociology related job right. once I learn about it, but that's the only job that I really know of right now and have like firsthand experience with that. I really think I would like to do. Um, right. But I went in and I was like, okay, so psychology, right? That's the degree you need to do that. And they were like, yeah, um, but like, I see what you want to do. And psychology actually has, it's pretty math heavy. And I was like, oh no. And they were like, but (laughs) you can actually do um, this exactly what you want to do with a sociology degree. And it's much less math. So I was like, please, for the love of God. Give me that one because Son of I, a bitch. I stopped. Why didn't my advocate tell me that? I stopped learning. Well, I had I emphasized that I literally like did not. I, I, I did not right. get past like algebra one uh, in school. Right. So which is fine because like it, it literally wasn't my fault. I just had a really bad fourth grade teacher, and then everything after that kind of built on it. So I can like literally right. pinpoint the exact moment I started being bad at math because it was that teacher who just did not give a shit about like who was your fourth grade teacher? I don't remember, but um, yeah, Fair I uh, I just didn't learn math that year, and then all the stuff after that kept trying to build off stuff that I just didn't know, and I just kind of right. But um, I'm sure I can. It, it is definitely going to be the hardest part of because I looked at all the classes I'm going to need to take, and I'm like, all this stuff is stuff I can do, no problem. Um, but I, I think there, there's a lot of online resources, fortunately for math. Um, and Vaughn's pretty good at math and he'll be able to like help me out a bit. So I'm not too worried about it. Uh, and mostly I'm just excited to have something else to do uh, because I, I always kind of wanted to go back to school ever since I left and it's, it's kind of yeah i'm i'm really excited to like hopefully i'll be able to stay and nothing goes wrong with the financial aid or anything like that but um right so i'm not really like yeah i can't imagine i'm not counting on it too much but i'm like i'm just playing it cool and i mean like (laughs) online online classes aren't going away anytime soon right yeah exactly i was like this is literally the perfect time to do this well shit dude yeah i might have to talk to my advocate about that because i have i have kicked every classes as the only class yeah. I've I've been at Southern I've been at Snahu for like three years now and the only class I've gotten anything less than an A in were my math classes mm-hmm. they put me in fucking statistics last year and I had I cried about it <laughs> math is hard but like I'll I'll look at it math is the worst because <laughs> I I'm there with you I want to I want to be a counselor or a therapist of, of some kind mm-hmm. um and yeah like the 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 research aspect of like yeah we boiled down the percentile of people who took and I don't fucking I'm, that's not the shit I'm interested in or need and um I don't know I might have to look into that talk to my advocate Maybe. see what her yeah. fucking deal is yeah. I the other thing I could see myself doing with a psychology degree uh, because I do have an evil side is <laughs> advertising. Yeah. Because I I took an advertising and media class and it was 
fascinating. I adored it, and I was really good at it, and I can totally see myself, like, just going to some advertising firm and be like, what the fuck do you think of this? And just <laughs> showing them, like, an advert. You can't even tell what it's for, but it's, like, full of, like, tarot card symbolism, and they're like, I, I don't know what it was, but I just, I need Arby's. <laughs> Arby's isn't even on the thing. Why did this make me want Arby's? Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> that would be interesting. I think I'm, 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 yeah, I uh, yeah, advertising is fair. I'm really hoping capitalism doesn't stick around long enough to need that. Yeah, but, that's a point. That's a point. Yeah, I um uh that's it. That's it. That's that thought. There you go. <laughs> so, did you say ASU, as in Arizona State University? Yes, yes. Is that not right where on. you're going? <laughs> No, I am going. I am going in in much the same way you are a Washingtonian going to an Arizona school. I am an Arizonan uh, going to a New Hampshire school. Oh, okay. So, All right. Because why wouldn't I? Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's a good school. I think you'll be fine. Honestly, um, it sounds really intimidating, but it's way less pressure and stress than um, than even just like physically having to go mm-hmm. to class. And like my my school like modus operandi has always been wait to the last second because I work better under pressure and and not even not even that like that's the old that's the old saw that people like me bust out to defend ourselves but honestly what it is is that like if I have a paper or whatever do and I try to work on it a little bit every day I get sick of it I get tired of mm-hmm. it I get burnt out yeah. and I'm like I don't fucking care about this anymore I can't do anything good with this because it's just been ground down to a pulp in my head mm-hmm. so uh, that's what I end up doing every every weekend is yeah. waiting until the last second but it's it's served me well so far that's and pretty much how I, I work too okay. yeah i i like yeah. get the co- i i get in the zone of like everything is about this paper for like right five hours or something and then i'm just done and i don't have to think about it anymore <laughs> yeah so that yeah that's really exciting honestly looking forward to that right um on. and i'm proud of you that's, oh. a, that's a big step and i think you're i think you're gonna be glad you did thanks yeah i mean because I, you're one of the smartest dudes i know and you're and not to say like you were letting that just lie fallow <laughs> like a field with no great like yeah i'm not like admonishing you for that but it's, it's mm-hmm. like it's it's good to see you doing something with that and putting yourself to some use yeah i mean for I, yourself yeah i mean i've got i literally don't have anything else going on um so i figured mm-hmm. i might as well uh and uh yeah and i also have been talking to um uh amazingly i was able to get prescribed uh medication over the phone because my therapist's office is not um doing obviously not doing (laughs) in-person meetings anymore they're all over the phone right which is fine but they're like hey like we're not gonna we we i don't know it's it's like they have to be there in person to like check you out which i totally get but i was fortunately Mm -hmm. The person who I was talking to was like, yeah, you know, I have no idea when we're going to be able to get you. And I really don't want you to have to, like, wait any longer if you're, like, suffering. So I'll just go ahead and prescribe you something. So I did get prescribed an antidepressant. So we'll see. Because they don't have, like, what I have is complex PTSD, but they don't have, like, a PTSD medication. It's just they kind of just give you medication that treats whatever symptoms you have. And, uh, I, the two main, uh, big symptoms that I have are depression and then the nightmares, but the nightmares are less severe. So they're like, we're just going to treat the big one. Uh, so I'm hoping that that, uh, works. You know, they start you out on like a small amount and then, uh, up the dose if you need it. But I'm, I've never taken 
uh, psych meds before, so I'm a little bit worried about that. But I'm like, at this point, it honestly can it can't hurt. You know, what's the worst that could? <laughs> yeah, the worst that could happen. Um, and so I get I'm, that. Yeah, I'm thinking that's hopefully gonna help. I've heard a lot of uh, uh, positive uh, uh, feedback from people who are taking. Uh, medication yep. and so it's like it's not this it's not so it's becoming less of this scary stigmatized uh thing yes, now it absolutely where is. it's like it's not gonna turn you into a zombie or not gonna be it's literally nope. it's literally just to help you function better um so i uh yeah yeah and <laughs> part of honestly part of what makes it so intimidating even to look into is like uh two two years ago i had a i had a slight mental breakdown i don't I'm not 100% sure if you and I were talking mm-hmm. then or not. Maybe. I think we were we were friends of each other. You were definitely commenting on my Pirates of the Caribbean post. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, like, um, that sounds right. Like, my my undiagnosed anxiety came to a head and it was it, I, it was the worst week of my life I lost uh, I lost something like 25 pounds in two weeks oh my god and yeah. uh, it was it was it was a nightmare my mind was dissolving mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I didn't seek help earlier was because and th- this is this is not throwing shade at all I promise but like I had spoken to Dylan mm-hmm. and I said hey dude so what's it like? you know because dylan's very open about his therapy and his medication and all that and good on him and i said so so what's that like getting into that what is that like and uh he said well first of all it's some fucking bullshit let me tell you first you got to see your pcp and then they got to recommend you to see a therapist then you got to wait six weeks to see a therapist and then they got to see you for three times to see if you even need a medication and then the first medication takes like three months to kick in Mm -hmm. and he made it sound like this whole fucking ordeal that i mean through no fault of his own that was his experience yeah. you know that's what yeah, he had sure, to go yeah. through but he made it sound like this huge insurmountable thing that i was terrified to even like <laughs> attempt to be, begin to consider mm-hmm. uh, but eventually i just i couldn't do it anymore so i just called my my pcp and i was like hey i'm having a real hard time they're like yeah dude we'll see you on tuesday and i came in and they were like yeah you need sertraline. <laughs> Have some sertraline, dude. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah. and like it doesn't. It's it's not supposed to fix everything. No, but yeah. it's supposed to. It's supposed to remove the things that are preventing you from dealing with your own problems. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Generally. Well. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Is it is it just kind of like generalized generalized anxiety then, or is it is it circumstantial in some way? Yeah. Like yeah. they didn't. They, they they didn't like diagnose me or mm-hmm. anything but my my doctor said hey you sound like you're super anxious a lot of the time and i said yeah isn't that just called being alive <laughs> so um yeah but yeah like a lot of the a lot of the behaviors like you and i talk about this all the time a lot of the behaviors that i thought were just being alive constantly being afraid that everyone is mad at you mm-hmm. constantly being afraid that uh Everyone is gonna sick of being gonna sick mm-hmm. of being friends with you and just leave you forever and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that's not healthy. That's yeah. not <laughs> something you should just be living. Your, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm getting I'm getting texts while we're sitting here. Uh, it's it's Thony, and he's asking me about the last episode of the Gerald Field report that came out and uh, 
so there was just a dumb joke I put in there about how we were recording live from the cheese fair because that's where the episode of Hey Arnold took place. Mm-hmm. And I I just put some like background noise in. Like I got the sound of a county fair. <laughs> and I was like, that'll be funny because it sounds like we're at a county fair. And he's texting me and he's like, why the fuck is there background ambient noise? Why does it sound like we're recording in a mall? <laughs> <laughs> because Because like the sound quality has been such a big issue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit him back real quick. Yeah, no problem. I put that in for funsies because we said we were recording live at the Cheese Fair Festival. Well, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no. So, um, yeah, it's one of the things about getting your mental health under control is is starting to really see the things that you thought were normal that are not um, mm-hmm. and, and it's like all, i can't yeah. i can't speak to the de- the depression side of it yeah. Go ahead. uh well the depression yeah uh the the thing with i think that's kind of confusing about mental health is that people think that it's like you have this problem it's purely mental and once you take right. medication nope. for it it solves the problem but that's absolutely not how it works. It's it's very much you have to like for for a lot of for pretty much everything, it's it's half uh that and half therapy. Like if you're not you can take all the medication right. you want if you're not going to therapy because they're connected. Like your brain is not this separate entity from you. It's it's part of your body. So like one of the um uh one of the symptoms of PTSD that doesn't really get like shown in the media first of all ptsd is only really shown as like only soldiers can have ptsd and uh that's right. absolutely not true and if you claim to have it and you're not a soldier then you're disrespecting the soldier, i guess I yeah it's the fucking most ridiculous bullshit i've ever heard but life. um yeah so there's uh yeah there's there's a lot of just weird random thing and and it's hard first of all because some of the time you're like okay so how many of these things that because one thing that I got a lot uh, growing up with, like, my friends was, like, I was always, like, oh, I have memory issues, I have memory issues, I just can't remember things sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't know why. And it was just kind of, like, laughed off as, like, a quirky, like, funny trait or something. And I was, like, and then I realized later on that, like, oh, no, that's actually a symptom of PTSD, and I just didn't realize right. it. And, like, yeah, it's true, sometimes people can just be forgetful because they're, whatever reason, busy or whatnot, but it's, like... right. Uh, you, you just it, it's hard sometimes to realize what is like inherent personality traits and what is like actually not and that's like a symptom right. of something and there's also like it it's important to work together with therapy and medication because if you don't know what's causing the issues there can be some issues that are like outside of your control like where you're like okay i have nightmares or sometimes i'll just cry right. for no reason <laughs> uncontrollably and then stop and like nothing prompted it it just happens chemically and it's there's a difference between like not knowing what is wrong with you and realizing like okay this is a chemical imbalance because of an event that happened and it's all like it's right. really just like it, it it's like figuring out what's going it's on all with your connected yeah, fi- it's not an exact science figuring out yeah. what's going on with your mental health is like to me it's felt like picking up like a net that was buried under a layer of dust that you just didn't see but once you pick up one thread the whole net comes up and you can see all the different connections to like yep. everything's all um 
Yeah, so it's it's very interesting. It's it's I'm on a very strange journey with this because I want to go into the mental health field because I think it's like one of the most important mm-hmm. things uh that that I that you can do. It's an extremely important job yeah. um and but it's been very interesting being on the inside of it and then going to the outside of it and it, it's I'm learning a lot. It's it's really nice. It's almost like the more knowledge that I gain, the better I feel about having a mental health issue because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, other people have studied this and other people have this and it's not like you're not just operating in a in a box. You you have resources right. and it's it's not if if not like even conquerable, it's at least manageable and you can right. you can get there. Progress, not and perfection. Like yeah, and it's 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 pretty nice and although it is kind of frustrating knowing that like there are some things that literally you just that will never go away you just always have to deal with um and you have to kind of accept that and that's honestly the hardest part for me because i want to be like no i want to be i want to get to a i want to get to a final end point where i'm perfect (laughs) and it's just like that just there is no that's impossible it doesn't exist one mental health right let's like you win the game thank you for playing um but yeah so uh, but it, you know, it's it's kind of just like you just do whatever you can, and anything is better than doing nothing. Well, <laughs> and and even then, anything is absolutely better than doing nothing. But even then, like we we talk about um, we talk about mental health like there's some standard, like some uh, like ideal to which all other mental health should be held like there's a there's like there are like settings that everyone should have like you're born mentally stable and perfect and then things happen to there are stats that that everyone should have yeah and that's that's not the case reasons but like if you say that everyone has mental health issues that kind of on the surface of it kind of waters down like oh everybody has it everybody just deals with it the world gets along fine what's what's wrong with you why are you so special Mm -hmm. that you that you need help uh but really it is that like every mind every single human mind is a completely unique batshit engine (laughs) that has been cobbled together from fears and hopes and dreams and unrealized uh, problems and like they they are not self calibrating self maintaining machines mm-hmm. like they need to be you need to go to a fucking mechanic because uh, the only way you got to figure out like how your shit works and then figure it out it's not like you got to stop comparing yourself because nobody's nobody's perfectly mentally healthy yeah. I don't know um, that, for for the me, car metaphor actually uh, works really well because you've got different makes and models yeah. you've got German cars which are apparently yep former Volvo owner speak. Former Volvo owner, owner, Volvo <laughs> is literally former ornithopter. You cannot say that word. I can't say it. I'm just giving up right now. Or, um, <laughs> or former Volvo owner. Yes, for formal. Yes, that. Um, they really do be acting you, like you German cars are just a Volvo over at the Owlery. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> no, you were saying, okay, you you said, okay, so you said the the car metaphor was a good one, but German cars. You used yeah, the car metaphor was a good owner. one. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I used to come in with my car and they're like, oh, well, uh, this is a Volvo, so we don't know how to, we, we have to go to a Volvo specific. And I was like, it's a car. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> but uh, right? yeah, no, I don't think you understand, sir. This is a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. For for me, a, a big part of it uh, from the very beginning, once I realized I needed some help, uh, was like being afraid that I was making it up. Oh yeah, like, that it wasn't true. Oh yeah, and that I was just wasting everyone's time mm-hmm. and just just uh, making a huge deal out of nothing. And that uh, the reality simply was that everyone actually did hate me <laughs> and I was terrible and just should go away. Uh, and that's that's bullshit because every single person I've talked to, people in my family, my friends, I say, do you ever worry that you're just making all of this up and that none of it's true? And the, the response has universally been, yes, mm-hmm. that's the first thing you have to get over. Because, like, whether or not... And I'm I'm not I'm not saying like whether or not mental health issues are real. Obviously they are. But what I mean is like whether or not you genuinely have one. If you if you have feelings that are causing you these things, like those feelings are real and valid and have to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Like it's I've I've said it before and I'll say it again as many times as I have to. Uh, the one place the gods inarguably exist is in the minds of men. So if you're feeling something, mm-hmm. even if it's an irrational feeling, it's not a feeling you want to feel. It's not a feeling that you should be feeling based on your circumstances or your actions or whatever. It's it's real in that it's there to be dealt with. And sometimes, sometimes the the solution is to say, look at this feeling I have that's not valid or real or rational and I'm going to dismiss it now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's easier than others. But um, you you can't just pretend that the, the problem you're having is not what you're having. And like so much of your life starts to make sense once you look back. My very first memory, <laughs> my very earliest memory of my father mm-hmm. is going to my mother and saying, I don't think daddy likes me anymore. Oh, oh my and god, what the fuck? <laughs> y- yeah, I know! What, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, of course, knowing what I now know, that he is in fact not my father, and that I was some weird little toe-headed blonde kid who he did not actually have hand creation of. That's, I mean, that's a different conversation now that I think oh of it. Oh my god! But um, but yeah, your anyway, your, br- your brain is you... very good also at convincing you that you're making things up, or that no, not that you're making things up. Your brain's very good at convincing you that what it thinks is real. Even if it's not. Correct. Like, I... Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, and to an extent, that's literally its job. It is, because yeah. Because it's... Yeah, your brain is interpreting the signals that your eyes are sending it. Like, this this lamp I'm looking at, this Super Mario uh, question mark block lamp, is not actually yellow. It is actually everything but yellow and reflects light from the yellow spectrum. And my eyes interpret that in such a way. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to trust our brains to tell us what's going on around us because the right. way we perceive the world around us is not the way the world actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you also so get it, influences, instinct- like, from your parents telling you things. Like, you could... A lot of the things... Uh, that are integral in childhood that you'll grow up and you'll, you'll be saying things and your parents will dismiss them. And you never know which of those things that you're dismissing are actually important or not. And right. It's like, if you're not taken seriously throughout your whole childhood, you kind of just grow up Mm -hmm. into this person who thinks that everything you say is bullshit and like, right. Nothing you say has any weight whatsoever. And yep. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's that on that. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> if you if you grow up with if you grow up with parents who uh, who act like anything other but complete and joyful agreement is you being an ungrateful little mm-hmm. uh, little shit who's personally attacking them. If they can't take any contradiction without thinking it's a personal attack, then maybe you grow up to be so conflict averse <laughs> that you actually don't know what your own opinion is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we could talk about this for. Uh, 20 more minutes and then it would be an hour but Mm -hmm. uh, if you're having mental health issues if you just don't feel good and like everybody's having them right now because this is a completely unprecedented situation Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's not great but like if you're able to seek help uh please please do don't be scared about medication if medication gary gullman uh who's a wonderful comedian that i recommend wholeheartedly um he recently had a special called the great depression which is pretty good <laughs> um talking about like his his deal with mental health and how he finally had to get some help and look for medication and everybody was like well aren't you worried about the side effects man and he's like the side effects and they're like yeah you know like it'll hurt your sex drive and whatnot and he's like oh yes because of all the sex I was having <laughs> while curled up in the fetal position. Right. <laughs> too depressed to blink. <laughs> it's like, uh, like I personally haven't had any, any side effects from my medication that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. but like part of me wonders if I would even notice. Sometimes don't you don't. The, the point yeah, is. So it, again, everyone's different. Yeah. yeah. And the... Exactly. But like... Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I, if I'm going to like throw out any advice from all the... Uh, experience that I've had with this, it would be definitely try to see a therapist if you if you have not before, if you've not tried it before, right? Give it a go. It's it's usually it's usually pretty worth it. And you and the yeah. the, the therapy experience is totally up to you. If you get paired with a therapist who you just don't vibe with, you could just get another therapist. Like you don't have to stay it's with true. them. You're it's, not obligated. It's not like a it's, doctor see, where you thing. have to just kind of listen to everything they say and take it for granted. Uh, you can just be like. No, nah, this isn't working. I'm gonna see somebody else, and they can just—they'll just be like, "Okay, you know," they don't take it it's personal. Fucking wild! You just blew my mind. That <laughs> never have occurred to me. Like, yeah, I've never seen a therapist, and one of the reasons is because I had this thing in my head that it's like, "Well, what if I don't like them?" But then I can't tell them that I want a different one because then they'll be mad at me. So I'll just stick with this one forever. No, nope. <laughs> like yeah, it's, you can—it's real you can bad. Do whatever you want. Um, yeah, I, I switched therapists a couple times, and the. And eventually ended up with someone awesome. So, um, also, if you cannot see a therapist, which is very common, uh, therapists are expensive if you don't have insurance. And if you do have insurance, sometimes you just yep. don't. You can't always... You have to wait and all that stuff. The next best thing is you just try to, like, talk to somebody who you're very close with, who you know... I, usually, yeah. you... Like, literally nine times out of every now and then someone will be like hey listen i'm having a bad day i don't really want to talk but nine times out of ten if you tell somebody hey is it okay if i talk about something a little bit personal or if i talk about mental health and just like right go about it just literally just having it out there and saying it helps immensely it's half the work because uh, because yeah, so much is. of the like struggle and pain is like just from having it in your head constantly rattling around and once you can put it down or even even if you can't talk to somebody or if you don't want to talk to somebody even just writing down all of your thoughts and like looking at them uh is great because sometimes you'll look and you'll be like did i really just write that i don't think that that's not true and you can just cross it out and then you're not thinking about it anymore because you've confronted it yeah um 
So those are my... If it's just bouncing around in your head, you have no way of knowing how you feel about it because you're constantly trying to... Exactly. Yeah, you just put it down, you can you can say... And there's this instinct to be like, well, that happened in my head. I must really think that. That, mu- that must be... Ch-. Like, like dog, no. No. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> brain it's, is stupid no, constantly. It's, it's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. And... Uh, like, if you're just... If you, you could just be walking through the day. Because think about it. You walk through your day and think just reactively, like, unthinkingly, like, a million ridiculous ideas pop into your head like what if my ha- my eyes were made of hamburgers then i would see delicious things <laughs> you really think that it's fun. do you have any idea what stupid meat machines our brains are? <laughs> i've i've put so many ridiculous identities and personality types onto the cats that it's just like the <laughs> list is ridiculously long i yes. i make up all kinds of stuff and it's like they're cats but i'm just having fun um yeah and also this is something i learned pretty recently that has actually just been insanely helpful is just turning taking things that you think that are judgments and turning them into uh, just objective statements like instead of saying right like if you if you do something you mess up or whatever and just saying well like oh i'm so stupid you can take that thought which is a judgment and not necessarily true and be like, okay, how am I going to rephrase this? And you could say, I'm not stupid. I just make mistakes sometimes, but I'm trying my best. Or, or right. if you mess up in a little bit of a bigger way, it could be like, I did what I thought was the best thing to do at the time. Instead of saying, I right. really fucked up. I, I did what I thought was best at the time. And, or even just like, well, other people are stupid and other people are pissing me off. And I think everyone's just the worst. Yeah. You could be like, that was one that I actually wrote down in my notes as for my personal therapy homework. I don't care. I'm telling you this. I don't, it, I'm open about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and I put that, I was like, people as are someone who has <laughs> pissed you off and been the worst people, by accident. Yeah. People no, are stupid. And I changed that to like, sometimes people act or say things without having all the information. And it's just like, just changing. Correct. And if you do that enough, eventually you stop having so many judgmental thoughts as like your first thought you could be Correct. eventually it becomes like someone's out here wilding and not wearing a mask and albertsons and coughing on everybody and you're like sometimes people do things without knowing all the facts <laughs> and you just can yes. go along and you don't even have to feel people the anger that would have been there in the first place yeah. but yeah it's it's like literally that's a really good idea yeah it it really helps um and while yeah and while Another, mental health is like one of the hardest things you will ever have to do it's so worth it it's so worth it because it, it really gets is. rid of so much bullshit emotions that like things yeah. i used to be upset about for like a week straight i think about it for like an hour and then i'm over it now it's like it just yep. saves me so much time <laughs> and energy really that i would have spent being stressed or angry and now can just you know go back to playing pokemon it's you can just be <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well and and another thing is like if you make a mistake or you do the wrong thing or you say something you're not you're not proud of or you're unkind to someone or whatever it's it's a great idea to say look i wasn't as kind as i could have been and rah rah but also like men especially maybe men exclusively i can't speak to the female experience but as men we are taught that everything we say and do we're always at least a little bit <laughs> yeah right? yeah 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 like ad- admitting admitting fault to a man to a man saying mea culpa is is saying well here's why I was right to do what I did because of what you did like yeah. that's that's built into yeah, us yeah. and it's like you you and I talked about this I said something that pissed you off and you were completely correct to be pissed off and um I have a thing 
because of that and because of anxiety, mm-hmm. where I feel the need when there is a conflict with someone I care about to take the thing and work it to death with the idea that if I can just say the right thing in the right way, then we'll be happy mm-hmm. at the end of this. Yeah. Then things will go back to the way they were. And that's bullshit. There is no going back. You can only go forward. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. But, like... You have taught me. My wife has taught me. Um, my, my parents tried to teach me for 20 years and failed <laughs> uh, that if you just say, hey, I made a mistake and don't try to justify it and don't try to say, well, here's why I meant. Well, if you just say, look, that wasn't cool of me and I'm sorry, the other person is going to get over it and be super cool way sooner. Like, it's it's way <laughs> easier and cleaner. And it's it's hard to do. It's hard to do for men to just say, I was wrong and I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not because we're, I mean, that's, well, I guess this is where toxic masculinity comes in. Like, why won't men ever apologize? Because society explicitly tells us not to, yeah. that we never, ever have to. Yeah. And if you, if you just do it, it's not fun. It's not supposed to be. You're not supposed to get a cookie afterwards no. for doing it. <laughs> it's supposed to be about you wanting to be a better person yeah. and doing better next time. Right. So, yeah, um, try to evaluate your actions as objectively as possible. And just because you didn't do great at something, one time doesn't mean you're a bad person you don't have to be perfect to be good and to do better right and the way i try Uh, to think about it too is like it's like putting out a small fire before it turns into a big fire it's like do you do you want to there was still a fire (laughs) do you literally want to swallow your pride for two seconds and apologize for something and eliminate all of the future like pain and anguish that this is going to cause or do you want to not apologize until the fire just gets bigger and bigger and then you're so mad and then you're arguing about like really stupid stuff and then by that point there's really not much you can do to fix the problem because there's so many other problems your your house is that wouldn't have even been there in the first place yeah have you ever watched Avatar: The Last Airbender? I watched the entirety of Avatar: The Last Bender, Airbender as it was Very coming good. out on I TV, and I watched yes. the uh, I watched the finale live uh, in my living room, and me and Noah just cried all Did night. It comment? was so good. Yeah. It was oh, so brutal. good. I'm we okay. So the Breaking Bad experiment worked. Donna loved Breaking Bad, which is good yeah. because it's excellent. Yeah. It's probably the best drama television series ever made. Mm-hmm. It's um. I, this was only the second time I had watched it through, and every time I think about how good Breaking Bad is, I'm like, oh, why aren't I watching that constantly? Because it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, oh, God, it's horrible, but it's so good. Anyway, but, like, I'm I'm thinking of asking her if we can watch The Last Airbender, because she thinks that's a hilarious name, mm. which is true. true. That's fair. Yeah. Especially in England, where <laughs> Bender is slang for gay dude. I don't know how they work that. Oh, no. Like, in England, how do they, how do they have Scooby-Doo in England if Shaggy's name means it's hilarious. Can logically it's conclude. hilarious. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Scooby and fucking. It's much. But anyway. it's much less. It, it does not translate as well into British. <laughs> I can't imagine it would. But anyway, I'm going to try to convince her if we can watch that. But anyway, General Iroh, as we know, mm-hmm. once said that shame is not the opposite of pride. Uh, pride is the source of shame, and that humility is the only true. Uh, antidote to shame. He said that much more elegantly than I did, uh, because I am not Mako, <laughs> or the really pretty decent guy they got to replace him after mm-hmm. Mako died. Um, RSVP, Mako, you were amazing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Damn, that's good. So, that was pretty good. I feel better than when we sat down. <laughs> How about you? I feel much better, yeah. I Yesterday was just a nightmare, honestly, and I... I get that. Yeah, it, it was kind of just, I'm extremely lucky to have... This is going to sound really weird, but I'm extremely lucky to have a partner who also has very similar 
issues, like mental health issues because oh, totally. of tra- trauma, specifically parent trauma. Um, and <laughs> like, so to be able to be like, uh, uh, not even like expressing it as much as I can and just have him like completely understand and be able to just right kind of not even really have to talk about it as much as I would with someone who right. didn't experience that uh is right. so nice <laughs> it's really it's really great yeah. and like, helpful yeah ideally ideally even if your partner didn't understand they'd be like okay i i don't get it but i get that this has done this to you and these things you're telling me i understand them oh yeah and that's that's good yeah. but like having a partner who just gets it mm-hmm. uh, is it's oh, a whole boy it's All honest glitters is not gold and that glitters yeah yeah it's honestly like yeah this extremely helpful and uh has has helped my good. mental health a lot um yeah yeah so Speaking of making mistakes and doing better next time, or in the <laughs> past as the case may be, let's talk about uh, a not racist story yeah. from Arthur Conan. I cannot believe the same yeah. man wrote this story as <laughs> Yeah, it's Gables. baffling. Like, I did... Okay, we'll, we'll get into <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Let's, uh, let's, let's do a break uh, so I can find the silence, and then we'll have to clap. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, that's probably pretty okay. good. All right, as always, three, two, one, clap. Three, two, one, 